we get going, I just want to say I'm not a mental health professional. I have experienced many things personally and I have other qualifications, but a mental health professional is not one of them. So I do encourage you if you feel like some extra support is needed on your recovery journey to connect with your doctor about steps that can be taken. I also just want to say if you feel you are in an immediate crisis to call the crisis line to call 211 and uh, reach out to talk with someone as soon as you can if during this podcast at any time you are feeling in a triggered state i want to tell you ahead of time it's okay we all experience it just shut off the podcast there'll be a time that it won't be so triggering for you and we are all here to cheer each other on So let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Trauma Care Burrito and I'm really excited to be speaking with one of my friends today about her journey as we talk about peer support and the role that that's played in recovery and does play in all of our lives in recovery. So I'm going to welcome Melissa. Hi Melissa. Hi, Gemma. Thanks for having me. (laughs) You're very welcome. It's so awesome to have you here. So tell me a bit about yourself. Anything? Well, yeah, um, my well, I live in Michigan, northern Michigan on the beautiful shores of Lake Huron, and I'm 41 years old. I've been married for about 13 years to my wonderful husband, who's a plumber, and we have two kids that are elementary age. Um, I like to read and sing and go to meetings and yeah, play, play board games. I love to play board games and cards. You're 41. Oh my God. You got that before me. (laughs) (laughs) I like being 40 years for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's not as bad as I thought. Uh, The forties must be awesome because I know the thirties are too. (laughs) Okay. So tell me a bit about your personal story. You know, what are some ways that you've maybe experienced trauma or previously coped with trauma or anything in general that you could share with us? Well, I, from the age about 15 to 21, I got pretty heavy into alcohol and also drugs. And um, when I was using drugs and alcohol, I... (sighs) I got in a lot of trouble. I wasn't very good at being an alcoholic, apparently. So I was on jail, in jail. I was on probation. Even when I was in my senior year of high school, I had to go do jail on the weekends because I had gotten in trouble a couple cities over. Um, so I, I made bad decisions when I was drinking and using. Um, that pretty much goes hand in hand with that activity. Yeah. And so, you know, I... I was promiscuous and I was a liar and I wrecked relationships with my family and had my name in the paper for getting in trouble with the law. So um, yeah, those are some things that I did. And um, when I was 21, I went to jail for a while. Actually, I thought I was going to go to prison because there was... um, it was a felony charge for some drugs that I had in my car with me. And um, I, I probably would have actually killed myself to be honest because I I really thought that there was a chance I might go to prison and I I really feel like I'm not the kind of person that could survive that um I'm so glad that I didn't because um God had something so awesome in store for me I was able to go to 
treatment center and um, I got introduced to 12-step recovery and um, I was able to continue on with my recovery until this very day. I haven't picked up a drink or a drug um, and there's so much to share about that, but that's it in a nutshell. So like, would you say you just kind of made a bad decision one day and, you know, tried drugs or was there something that was specifically triggering that you felt like you had to use regularly or was it just a bad time in your life? Well, I would say that I grew up and it was modeled for me. I grew up in a family where everybody was drinking. And but I will say this after thinking about it a lot and working through the 12 steps of the program, um, I always just felt really uncomfortable in my own skin and I wanted to fit in. And I know that that was a motivator um, for me to really participate in drugs and alcohol activities because I wanted people to like me and I wanted to fit in. And um, I was thinking before we had this video or this talk today um, about how it's a disease, right? Alcoholism and drug addiction is a disease, but I've heard it talked about as a dis-ease and that's so true for me. And so, you know, the more I drank, the more that I felt like I needed to continue drinking and the more I was willing to try other things like drugs. So it yeah. kind of just spiraled. And don't, and don't we all have, I think every single one of us inside of us somewhere has this little person that wants to do anything to be accepted and please other people and maybe are not comfortable in our own skin. <laughs> right? Right. And yeah. even looking back before I ever took my first drink of alcohol, I did the same thing with food. You know, and I was always a jealous friend, you know, even on the playground. I didn't want my best friends to have any other friends. I just have never, I never was just comfortable in society, I guess. I don't know. I mean, nobody, I don't think anything ever really bad happened to me. Like nobody ever abused me or anything, but um, I still just didn't have a good way of coping with life. Yeah. And I, I can even say the same probably about myself there, you know, like. It was really easy for me to compare and that's unhealthy right so the comparison led to me feeling uncomfortable in my own skin right which right. can happen um so you mentioned the 12 steps um and like like i said today we're talking about peer support so how would you say that 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 peer support has helped you in your journey of recovery and healing and whatnot well um Number one, accountability. You know, I can make a decision today and then I can talk myself out of it by tonight. So when I put myself into a situation like with the 12 step programs, you know, they have these meetings that you go to and basically you're opening yourself up to be accountable. So if I don't show up to the meeting, then hopefully somebody's going to miss me and give me a call. Or, you know, if I do go to the meeting and I share about something, I'm kind of giving permission for people to kind of talk to me about it after if it's like kind of a red flag. So that's been amazing to have that accountability. And you just never know what you need to hear, you know? So I'll go, maybe I'm having a rough day, a stressful day at work or something. um, And I'll go to a meeting and somebody will say something and it'll just be exactly what I needed to hear. 
yeah. flip side, I might go to a meeting and I, I think nothing's bothering me. And then a topic comes up and I open my mouth and I say all this stuff. I'm like, where did that come from? I yeah. must have really needed to talk about that. And it's yeah. a safe place to do it, you know, with other people who totally understand what I'm going through. There are people who also struggle with alcohol and drug addiction. And so there's no judgment. We're all just there trying to, you know, get better. Yeah, I um, recently let someone into, well, I decided to let someone into my life when it comes to accountability, but it took me a while. Like, how would you, was you in a place where they, it was almost like you had to do the 12 steps or did you decide um, based on someone you knew? Was it difficult accepting peer support, would you say? Right. Like I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Basically, I got out of jail early so I could go over to a treatment center across the state. And it was a month long program. And they introduced us to this 12 step meetings, you know, plus we had our counseling sessions and all that stuff um, in our classes. But so at those meetings, there were these women there that would share and I didn't know who they were, but I could tell that they understood where I had been from, you know, what I had gone through, but they had their lives together. Like they were these professional grown up women. And I, I just, I was inspired by them. Like they gave me hope. I wanted to be that, you know, that I could never drink like a lady, but I could see that other people had learned how to be successful in their lives. And so it inspired me. And then when I um, when I got out of treatment, I knew because I was on probation, just to be honest, I, I was on probation for like three years. And I just, they told me that I should go to meetings. And I thought, you know, I was willing, I was desperate enough to not go back to jail, that I was willing to go to meetings. And when I was at the meetings, so here's the answer. Um, no, the people, <laughs> yeah, the people that shared, um, and they had the most life changes and they seemed the most content and happy and all those things. Those people had done the 12 steps. So, you know, it was almost like nobody forced me to do it. The law didn't tell me I had to do the steps. Um, but I was encouraged by the example that other people showed. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, like I said, the person I recently decided to start trusting um she is much younger than me but she definitely inspires me a lot a, a lot with the way that she's walking out her life and her attitude and just everything and um at least I know that some people that listen to this podcast struggle with addiction others just had a really bad bad go of it right so we spoke about trust last week and how hard it is to open up and trust like did you find that you were sharing about your story or your own struggles in um in your support group regularly or did it take you a while well i've always been somebody who overshared um <laughs> and actually i think i've gotten better because what i was trying to do is i was trying to force friendship and relationship on people by giving them all these details of my life that i that were inappropriate. So in a meeting, I learned how to share in a general way. Um, if something's bothering me, I'm allowed to talk about it, but I don't share my deep, dark stuff 
in a in a peer support group setting but i i did find in you know in the programs that i go to they have these sponsors or mentors um and so you have one person you know for ladies it's a a woman and for guys it's another man um and you just meet with them you know weekly or every couple weeks or whatever depending on where you're at in your journey and you get to you get to really open up one-on-one you know over coffee or at their house or at your house or whatever, driving to a meeting together out of town. And you just, that really helped me to open up because I I don't do well one-on-one, especially just in female friendships. So it was, it did take me a while to trust, but I felt so much better as I went through the process, as I talked about stuff that had been bothering me my whole life or shameful things that I had been hanging on to that I didn't want to say them out loud. I didn't want to admit to them, but I could share them with this one person, my sponsor, and then she'd share some of her stuff with me. And, um, and we had a plan to just move forward so they didn't have to be like that anymore. Yeah. Did you pick your sponsor? Did your sponsor pick you? How did that like work? I'm interested. Sorry. <laughs> no, you um you get to pick your own sponsor and they tell you, you know, to choose someone who has what you want. And I think like what you shared about how you've opened up to your friend Gemma, um that's kind of how it works. You know, you're inspired by this person. They're a person of integrity. You know that they're not going to blab. <laughs> and um you know, in the beginning, when people are new to 12-step programs, um, they're kind of scared. And I will say, you know, I've had ladies offer to help me when I was newer. Like, do you want me to take you through the steps? Do you want to meet with me for coffee? And it kind of turned into that because um, I've had a few different sponsors just due to moving around. Um And then other times I would ask somebody on purpose because maybe I was dealing with bad habits not necessarily that I went back out and drank or used drugs but maybe I was fighting a lot with my husband or you know I just was struggling with parenting or um you know just some of those things where it's like ah, I get in my own way and I get so sick of myself and I just need to work on stuff and so I've had to reach out and just ask people that I admired yeah that's awesome. I just want to say to everyone out there, in your journey, I know that it's hard reaching out, but um, today, decide to take step one. And that could be, you know, joining a group. Uh, it could be subscribing to a podcast. It could be, you know, deciding to let someone mentor you or reaching out to a really close friend for some sort of help or accountability in your in your step program or in your recovery program and um again i thank melissa thank you melissa and uh we look forward to talking uh with some more people next week about community and uh, after that we're going to be talking with my family so stay tuned at the trauma care burrito and have a fantastic week